I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Nicholas Poynton. Kia ora, Nicholas, and things are still looking a bit grim for Auckland Airport. Yeah, good afternoon to you, Marnie. Yes, Auckland Airport says it's slowly recovering from border closures that disrupted air travel for much of the year. The company's net profit for the 12 months ended June is down 59% to $191.6 million, with an underlying loss of $11.6 million. Revenue rose 7%, helped by increased rents, but passenger numbers were down a million to $5.6 million. The airport's chief executive, Kerry Hurahanganui, says a resumption of trans-Tasman travel in April was a turning point for the company. From a long-term perspective, we remain really optimistic. We are seeing the recovery come into play. Uh, it is stabilising. Uh, there is still a bit of water to go under the bridge. We know anyone, any business you talk to in New Zealand at the moment is having challenges, whether it be pressures of inflation or labour shortages. So we need to navigate through that. But if we take a long-term lens, Uh, We're really positive. The fundamentals are still there and people have shown us that they are keen to travel. Auckland Airport expects to make a net underlying profit of between $50 million and $100 million in the current financial year. Capital spending is forecast to be between $600 million and $700 million, but that was subject to change pending the outcome of negotiations with major airline customers ahead of another round of aeronautical prices scheduled for June 2023. Kiwi Bank's full-year profit has risen on rising interest income, despite lending slowing as the housing market cools. Its net profit for the year ended June is up 4% to $131 million, while net interest income grew 19% as rates rose and margins improved. However, home lending fell as the market slowed and customers faced tighter lending criteria. The bank's chief executive, Steve Yurkovich, says rising interest rates are a return to business as usual, but the current housing market is posing a new challenge. If you think about when the market was running very strongly, there was probably five or six applications that were approved for every house that got sold. Whereas now I'd say there's a lot less than that. So the banks are doing less work on deals that don't go forward but there are certainly fewer deals about. I think you know we're still seeing quite good demand for top-ups around renovations and those sorts of things, but those deals are obviously quite a lot smaller. So we're probably deal numbers are down, but size of deals is down sharper. Kiwi Bank Chief Executive Steve Yurkovich believes the first half of 2023 will be slow, but expects mortgage demand to return in the second half. Rubber goods manufacturer Scalarup has reported another record profit on strong demand for its industrial and agricultural products. Its net profit for the year ended June grew by nearly a fifth to $47.8 million, with earnings from its industrial and agri-divisions jumping 20% and 10% respectively. Revenue for the company, which makes hoses, nozzles, gumboots and parts for boats and kitchen appliances, rose 13% to $317 million. Scalarup Chief Executive David Meir says the result reflects the benefits of working closely with customers to develop specialist products. What's pleasing, of course, it's a record result, but it's broad-based and the challenges, they remain. They've been there for three years, so we're shipping delays. We had to increase inventory tactically to take it, uh, to, you know, to support our customers, many of whom really didn't understand their demand, and I'm sure going forward we'll have those sort of challenges. But um, very pleasing to not only have a great result, to reward shareholders, and um, looking forward to the next two or three years. And as David Meir referenced there, the company has rewarded shareholders with an increased full-year dividend of 13 cents per share. 
The Electricity Authority has rushed in an urgent rule change to halt big, low-price power deals. The industry code is being changed to stop power supply deals of more than 150 megawatts without official approval. It follows the TY Point Aluminium Smelter and power companies Meridian and Contact starting talks for supply when the current contract expires in 2024. The authority's chief executive, James Stevenson-Wallace, says the 2021 smelter deal probably cost households and gave generators an $850 million gain. That contract may have been may have resulted in electricity being sold to the smelter for 500 less, 500 million less than it cost to produce it. So that, as a pointer, would suggest that it was potentially inefficient uh, and not in broader consumers' interests. So we really want to get ahead of uh, this next round of, of negotiations. The block will stay in place for nine months, pending consultation on a permanent change. James Stevenson-Wallace says data centres and green hydrogen production might be covered by any permanent rule change. Meridian Energy says it will work through the authority's material and in due course make submissions supporting the market working in the long-term interest of consumers. Contact Energy declined to make any comment. Well, it's coming up to 24 minutes past 12, and that means it's time for an update on the markets. We're joined now by Tony Conroy from Jardin Securities. Good afternoon to you, Tony. Good afternoon. Well, Tony, we've had a flurry of corporate, corporate earnings results this morning and a few market announcements as well. How is the NZX tracking? Uh, yeah, look, the NZX is um, down 33 points at 11,820, uh, probably just following on from the offshore markets and um, uh, you know, offshore markets being down, just following the trends. Who are some of the major movers? Uh, we've got EBOS there up 30 points at 38.80, uh, ANZ up 11 points at $26.47, and Restaurant Brands up 7 at 5.62. And on the downside there, we've got uh, Air New Zealand down 16, um, sorry, Auckland Airport down 16 at um, $7.59, Air New Zealand down 1 at 67 cents and Argosy Property down 5 at $1.36. And we've also seen um, those uh, companies you just mentioned, Contact and Meridian down uh, a touch, the market obviously not liking um, that news and seeing the um, Contact down 4 at $7.95 and Meridian down 2.5 cents at $5.32. Tony, how's the Australian market looking? Uh, yeah, look, they've the, the same. Follow the offshore markets down 13 points uh, at 7114. Any some headline names there? Uh, we've got Blackmore's uh, up two, uh, sort of bucking the trend there, up two dollars twenty one at eighty three sixty. Uh, got CSL up at seventy three cents at two hundred ninety three dollars thirty four, uh, and stocks down. We've got Cochlear down forty four cents at two hundred fifteen dollars. ASX down a dollar thirty at eighty three dollars twenty five, and Altium down seven cents at thirty one dollars. But it's um, pretty pretty early in the day for trading over there. Yes, yes, you know you're right. And the, the New Zealand dollar. Yeah, look, the dollar's down pretty much across the board. So we're four points down at sixty two seventy six against the US, down five points to ninety point five one against the Aussie, uh, British pound we're at fifty two point oh nine pence. Uh, the euro, we're down 3.2166. Against the yen, we're down 9 points at 8468. Uh, and against the Chinese currency, we're uh, down 8 points at 4.2541. And that just leaves interest rates, oil and gold. Yep, so the 90-day bill rate is up slightly, as you'd probably expect with the markets off a little touch there. 
uh, at 3.38 percent. Uh, the Brent price is up at $100.91 per barrel, and we've got gold up $3.40 per ounce uh, at 1764 Thank you for that, Tony. That's Tony Conroy from Jardin Securities with our markets update. And in other business news, one of the country's biggest property companies, Precinct Properties, has seen its full-year profit drop about 40% to $109 million on lower revaluation gains on its portfolio. Stripping out the revaluations, its underlying profit rose 14%, and the company says there are clear signs that business is returning to downtown areas. And that's business for now. We'll be back with an update on the latest news and numbers at around half past five in Checkpoint.